My name is Mike Manley. Uh, I, I have a big place in my heart for Springfield. I have a daughter and four grandchildren that live just right outside Springfield here, so I'm here often. Um, in my background, and this is not about me, but in my background, I worked with associations uh, here in Springfield. Uh, I come from East Peoria, Peoria, which is just about an hour. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited to be here because I met a gentleman uh, about a year ago. And uh, this whole process, for me, started at that time. And again, this is not about me, so I want to welcome you to Capital City Baseball. Uh, you, you're going to hear some things today. I don't think you're... I have a saying that people don't know what they don't know. And you don't know what is coming to Springfield. But it's going to be really exciting, uh, really good. You're, you're going to see something very different um, and very exciting and very good. So I'm, I was told on my way here that I was going to introduce uh, someone and start this whole thing off. And, uh, and then I get and I, so I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I get here, and they hand me this and say, this is what you're supposed to say. And this is kind of boring, actually, no. Uh, I had other things in mind. I actually, one of the last speaker is standing here. His name is Jeff Jarrett. I don't know. Anybody might recognize that name. <laughs> but he is, he is uh, he's a professional, was a professional wrestler. And uh, I met Jeff just now in the parking lot pulling in to the hotel. And, uh, you know, we had kind of an altercation. <laughs> I said, Jeff, I'm 71. I'll be 72 in February. I'm really healthy. They call me Mr. Unstoppable. You want to go a couple rounds? <laughs> he didn't say a word. He just grabbed me and threw me out. <laughs> and I come in, I'm bleeding like crazy. Uh, proof, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you say so. I owe you one. <laughs> So this is the kind of team that's going to represent Springfield um, with Capital City Baseball. There's nothing more Americana than baseball. Small town nights are built for connecting players with fans and ball clubs with communities. There's a gentleman that's going to come up that I'm going to introduce that is just absolutely all about what that just said. He is all about community. And uh, we're going to take our Robin Roberts Stadium uh, is currently uh, used, and we're, he's going to uh, change some things up a bit, okay? Um, my background, I, I, I suppose they want me to say something about myself. Um, I don't really think that's necessary. <clears throat> I met Jamie Toole about a year ago in a crazy kind of way, especially for a guy my age which, you know, social media is like, uh, I met Jamie on social media. He sent me a connection request on LinkedIn. And I said, well, he looks like a good enough guy. So I said, sure, I'll, I'll connect. And as soon as I connected, he shot me a message and said, I'm going to be starting a business. You look like you've got a lot of experience behind you, just because of my age, I guess. <clears throat> and uh, I'd like to have a phone call. Am I, am I right on that, Jamie? Oh, Is that about? <clears throat> I said, no, I don't want to talk to you. No, I, I said, sure, why not? So we get on the phone. Uh, I got to tell you, it wasn't probably five minutes until I decided this guy is somebody different. There's something different about this guy. And from that day forward, we, we just really hit it off. Uh, he believes the same way that I believe. I have a couple quotes that I kind of live by. One of them is, do not seek to be well-known, but to seek to be worthy. Uh, I think he follows that uh, like a golden rule. Uh, that's why he named his company that, by the way. I, I probably gave him that idea. <laughs> um, the other is, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. That's Jamie Toole. 
he he really cares you will see that in your community um, I mentioned that I've done a lot of things I'm actually a musician I've been a musician since I was eight years old <clears throat> uh, I love music I, uh, I love the instruments I'm, I won't tell you what I play but uh, I'm a fan of every <laughs> every show from American Idol to uh, America's Got Talent to Voice to Dancing with the Stars. To I love all those shows. I'm very different from most. And yes, I'm, I'm athletic. I'm, I'm an athlete. But I love those things too. And here's what I think is going to happen in Springfield. Springfield has talent. And his name is Jamie Toole. This guy is a celebrity. He's going to be a celebrity in your community, and it's all about you. He's going to turn this into something that you as residents of Springfield are extremely proud of and get baseball back to what it used to be in Springfield. We all know the heritage of baseball in Springfield. Uh, I've probably overstepped my speech at this point, <laughs> uh, but I, no, never mind. Uh, it's, it's pretty hard for guys my age to follow rules because we really don't have to. Um, <clears throat> so without further ado, I want to I read a little bit here about Jamie, a 20-year veteran of minor league baseball, constant steward of innovation. He's most recently general manager of the Jupiter Hammerheads. That's in uh, uh, Jol Joliet. Jupiter, Florida? No, I'm kidding again. <clears throat> Between being surrounded by some of the highest minds in sports to connecting with local community partners, Jamie is ready for the new era of Springfield baseball. Along with our partners, he has a vision, and he really does, that will redefine baseball entertainment in the Springfield area. Please let me throw out the first pitch and welcome Jamie Toole. All right, I'm putting the clicker down. How are you guys today, good? Man, I'm fired up, ready to go. Fired up, ready to go. I'll tell you what, what a great day. Um, appreciate you guys coming. This room is awesome. I wish people were shooting this way, you could see that way. So this is the, one of the greatest cities I've ever been in, man. And that co look how chubby I'm going to be from those cozy dogs and those horseshoes. My, my wife here is really like, hey, you're going to have to go to the gym twice a day if you want to keep eating at Darcy's. So twice a day it is. So uh, the first thing I want to do is thank my wife, Melissa Gaynor. Um, you inspire me every single day, and I love you 100%. Uh, the second thing I wanted to say is thank you, Todd Miller. Uh, Todd Miller, who has owned this team for, I think, five or six years, kept this team here through some of the most challenging times you can imagine over the last 18 months. So thank you, Todd. Uh, if you're watching, uh, you and your family, he got the better end of the weather deal. He's in Florida, so we're going to have to do some room sharing, like that movie The Holiday, you know, or with we'll Switch. Um, but, you know, today is a culmination of about a year and a half of things. So I worked for uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and the, and the Miami Marlins in Jupiter, Florida. And I loved every bit of it. I loved it. Um, it was amazing. I uh, met Melissa in Palm Beach County and... Uh, uh, thought I would maybe not leave there, uh, or aspiring retiree is what I always said, hey, I'm, I'm close here, so we just stay in Florida. And then COVID, um, it was March 11th of 2020. In fact, the Cardinals were playing in the Marlins, and uh, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Man Manford was there. In fact, he addressed the baseball community live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium uh, to announce the shutdown. So we all went home. You guys remember those days, and we went home, and we were like, man, what the heck are we going to do? And the thing that we had on our hands that we hadn't had is time. You know, you've been running around, and you're hustling, bustling, and you're, and you're chasing all these things. And, and I thought to myself, hey, uh, self, as I like to say at home, maybe there's something else, you know. Uh, so I started uh, listening to a podcast by a guy by the name of Jesse Cole. Anybody ever heard of Jesse Cole? So he has a team called the Savannah Bananas. Um, and what they've done is just magical. So I want to give them some credit, but there's also a bunch of other teams, Macon Bacon, uh, Madison Mallards, who are in the same wood bat level baseball that they make it about the fan and the fan experience. 
And that's our goal here in Springfield. So our group, uh, Golden Rule Entertainment, has gone out and, and added nine partners to our ownership group. Um, I'm going to introduce one coming up here soon. There's several watching on Facebook Live. Hello, guys. Uh, I want to thank Chris Harris, Chris Rasmussen, Christy Northway, Jason Theodorakis. You guys can read about them in these, in these notes. They'll all be here for opening day. But this is a team effort. This is a group of folks, and, including Mike Manley and, and Tim Hoker and Jeff, that have a vision to sort of make this uh, team uh, about this community, make it feel and look like Springfield. And, you know, people ask me all the time, are you changing the name Sliders? We're not changing anything. We're asking you, what, what does it look like? Does it make sense? What should it be named? I, I hear some great stories of the Redbirds in it. Um, if you guys want to stop by the stadium, by the way, I have some great 1979 team sets that are uh, with the photos. It's amazing. The history is awesome. So um, exciting baseball. I've been fortunate to meet uh, with UIS and, and Coach Riggle. These guys are getting talented kids right here in this town, man. There's some of the best baseball players are coming here. We want those kids to be in our program. We want to learn from these coaches, and we want it to be the community's team on the field. Off the field, we want these kids to be – engaged and volunteering and touching united way you know amy beetle's been such a great uh, resource to our group um, it's more about developing the whole player than it is the on the field player for us we want them to learn how it is to be professional to get to the gym to work out every day to work on their craft but also we want them to learn how what it means to be a professional off the field volunteering putting your time out there so that's a big part of our plan here uh, I'm a big, I'm a foodie, so concessions items, we got to do something. I think, uh, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but the walking horseshoe has been discussed. I think that was maybe an Amy Beetle idea. Um, got, we were at Cozy Dog the other day, and I was asking Josh, boy, we got to get the recipe. We got to sell these Cozy Dogs here at the stadium. Um, we want to make it feel like, like Springfield there on the concession side. Uh, the park district's been great. Uh, I think Sean's here, Marty. You guys are just great people. You know, we're, we're honored to be here and be the stewards of this team for whatever period of time that is. And that's exactly what owning a baseball team is. It's about a service. It's about how can we help our community be better. It's not about us. It's about the product that we can offer, the fan experience. We all know we live in a world where we don't always agree on everything. Just scroll down your social media pages. It'll tell you how bad things out there. We want people to gather and come together and enjoy baseball, family entertainment, fun, um, and kind of forget about all that stuff. I think we all need to come back together and be a part of something. And baseball is that, man. Baseball is such a great uh, asset for, for a community to have. So I'll, I'll get to talking forever, um, but I'm just so excited because I believe in Springfield, and I know these owners believe in Springfield, and we're looking forward to putting on a show that I think you're going to be happy with. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce uh, Tim Hoker, who is a Grays Lake native, and he's one of the members of our ownership group. Tim? Um, interesting. I, you know, in your professional life, you try to always uh, you know, mitigate certain things in, in your careers, right? And uh, never in my life have I been before or after Jamie, right, who sells, can sell ice to Eskimos and, uh, in front of a WWE Hall of Famer. So... Um, Apologize, but you guys got me for a few minutes, so hopefully we can, uh, we can get through it together. And, and by the way, this isn't my day job, right? So I um, understand that as well as, a, as a, in terms of speaking in, in front of large groups, but I appreciate it. Um, real quick, I, I was talking with my wife, um, and she's like, how many times have you been to Springfield? And I'm like, man, I don't know. It's been a ton, right? And we started adding it up. And I think I was, we're somewhere between like 100 and 125 different times that we've been to Springfield, right? And I'm like, oh, it makes sense, right? It makes sense because... Both of us are Quincy University graduates, which is basically just an hour and some down, down, down the way, right, depending on how fast you drive. And, uh, um, and, and, you know, we graduated from Quincy, and I went on my professional career, and she stayed for a couple more years, and then she went to Lindenwood in St. Louis for a master's degree in education, right? And uh, I'm like, yeah, it totally makes sense because we had this long-distance relationship, right? Now, longer than she wanted, of course, but uh, we used Springfield as, as that springboard, and uh, it's, it's very... Uh, for us, it's, it's very symbolic, right, that this is where our relationship took off, right? And then we're back here again doing another initiative that we're excited about, truly excited about, right? Um, then I said, like, so what's, what, we're talking about, like, what's the most, what would we like about Springfield, right? And it was two major themes, right? The biggest one, of course, right, just the historical presence of this capital, right? Being from Illinois, having lived my whole life in Illinois, Springfield means 
a lot of things to a lot of different people. And the history part of it is one of those things, right? Um, the other side of it, and Jamie stole my thunder on that one, but it's the food, right? Like, I love, we live in a little community, right? And we love going to the little small mom-and-pop shops. And there's nothing better here in Springfield than some of the carry-out foods, right? The little mom-and-pops or some of the family uh, sit-down businesses, right? So it's... The, so that we enjoyed that thoroughly, right? But uh, just as Springfield had, had ingredients to be a great city, right, so does this baseball team, right? Um, you know, we're investors in this, in this thing, and it wasn't that uh, – I told the Park District a couple weeks ago, it wasn't, we didn't just pull this out of a hat, right? We thought about it, and we did a lot of research, and we did a lot of research, and we did a lot of research, right? And um, this place has the ingredients, right? And so I, I wrote down four ingredients that I thought you know, at the top level, right, this is what's going to help us be successful. Um, the first one – is that ballpark. I think it was the second question I asked Jamie. I said, so tell me about the ballpark. And, and mind you, I've been here 120 times, right? And I didn't even know where the ballpark was, right? So, so once I got the address, I looked it up on Google, and, and Jamie's response was, you know, was quick, right? He's like, man, it's historic, and it's got good bones. And I'm like, sign me up, man. That's cool. Because you know what? You can't remake that. Like, you can build some beautiful palace. You can build some, some, some great baseball field with all the sight lines, but you cannot remake the history that's at that park, right? And, uh, you know, we, 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 um, we do a lot of research on this, right? And we've talked to a lot of people. We've been here for a while, even though this is our first day out in the public. We've been talking to a lot of people, a lot of social media content. And, and, and really, truly, honestly, right, we see it, that, that their grandparents took them to the games or their, or their moms took them to the games, right? And, and that's what we want, right? We want to bring that back to Springfield. We want those people to come back. Some lady said she had her, her family's name still on the seat, right? I'm like, I can't wait to reach out to her after today and say, hey, come on back. Let's do this thing, right? So there's that, there's that baseball part of it, right? But there's also other components as well, right? There's a baseball history here. I was talking with Marty earlier, right? There is a knowledge about baseball, this game, that I haven't seen in, in really anywhere that I've been. And I've been to pretty much every major city in America and minor city, right? And I think part of it's because you're close to St. Louis and you've got Cardinal St. Louis fans. But it's also the last 50 years, all right, of, of the baseball teams that have come through here. You guys have had some really high-talented teams and have left a, an enduring legacy, and uh, that's a tribute to, this, to the city. Um, the third piece of this, man, is, is the community. Uh, we spent, we were here a couple weeks ago, uh, Jamie, myself, and Melissa, we got the opportunity to present, or just, just an introduction meeting with the, with the Park District. And I, I've been in a lot of government meetings in my life, but nothing quite like this. This was engaging. There was a, a, a gentleman that, that, that spoke before us that I, I didn't know, and he just talked about, for 20 minutes, how the Park District has transitioned from what it was you know, that people really didn't want to what it is now, right? And, and, and serving the community with recreations and parks, right, and outdoor entertainment. And Jamie and I and Melissa, we went to dinner, and Andrew went to dinner that night, and we're like, this is fantastic. This is what we want. This is what we want, right? And then see them engage with the community, the people that were there that were talking, and the trustees, man, we're like, we can't wait to get back in front of them and work, work, you know, work through this deal. It's going to be spectacular. Um, and then I think the final one is, is our partnership, right? Jamie's assembled a group of people that are diverse. Um, you know, we, we are not cookie cutter by any means, right? Um, and that's stuff that we're going to rely on. We've got a lot of good ideas. Um, we've got a lot of input from the community, and we couple that with, with ideas from, from our professional backgrounds. I think this thing's going to be a home run for us, literally and figuratively, right? Okay. But, um, um, you know, I, I think defining success for us, and, and we'll be honest with you, right, um, this goes out to our sponsors and the people in the world, we want to lead in attendance, right? We went to the t Jamie and I went to the league meeting, right? We're not number one, right? Now, the previous ownership did a great job keeping us in the top five, and that's commendable. We appreciate that. But our goal is to be leading the league in attendance. I think that's admirable. I think if we do it right, no worries. I think if we do it right, um, you know, it's going to happen, and right, and we're going to fly that pennant flag that says, "Thank you, fans, for a great season." Um, the second piece of it is, uh, excuse me, yeah, the, the partnership. So, that, so I think at the end of the day, um, the ingredients are here for the Springfield to to be uh, a productive baseball team and a, and a productive member of the community. And again, back to the success, right? Back to back to the, the attendance. Um, we're also going to have an opportunity for merchandise sales, right? As Jamie mentioned, the team's going to be what the community picks, okay? We're not, we, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the Slayers, maybe it's somebody else. We don't know, but the community's going to pick that, right? So there's a huge opportunity just for merchandise to pick a logo that looks back in the future, looks back in the past, but has an eye towards the future, right? And it's going to be something that represents our community and something that we're going to be proud of because I'll tell you, when you put that hat on, 
right? You put that hat on whatever it looks like, right? And I know it's going to be slick, right? Because we got some smart people designing it, right? We want you to be proud that you're from Springfield and yeah, that's your baseball team, right? And when you put that hat on and other people see that and say, hey, where'd you get that hat, right? Those are good things. Those are definitely good things. So um, the last piece, I think, right, to measure our success, and I, I think this is important. It's not necessarily the last, but it's the last on my list, um, is our partnership with our sponsors. Um, you know, 20 years I, I spent in sales, um, various levels of success, but uh, um, one thing I learned is that you earn your business. You never win business, right? You earn people's business. And uh, I can guarantee you that that's how we're going to go at this. We want partners um, that want to be in this 100% with us, right? Sponsorships that, that's just not handing out money, that it's working with us on better ideas, better ways to do things. And I think if we can do that and work together, um, it's going to be spectacular. So the partners that are on board, we appreciate it, um, and we look forward to, 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 to working with you in the future. For the guys that, that we're reaching out to, we look forward to having those discussions and, and, and developing something that's mutually beneficial for everybody. So um, again, I appreciate your time and uh, look forward to, to, to opening day. I wish opening day was tomorrow, by the way. But Jamie will say we got a ton of things to do between now and opening day. But I'm going to be there, and I can't wait. Uh, and it's going to be something fabulous. So thanks again. Nice job. Uh, I wanted to just commend Beth from McDaniels Marketing for reminding me that we have this handy-dandy slideshow over here. Oh, Jamie's over here hopped up, just rolling around, and he's not even paying attention to the de details. So, um, by the way, Randy and Beth with McDaniels Marketing, just awesome. You, you guys are awesome. I just I love everything about what you guys are doing. I believe it's uh, remarkably uncommon. Is that right? See, I pay attention to some things. So, um, Capital City Baseball. So, this, in fact, is not the name of the team. Just so you know that, it's not Capital City Baseball. Uh, this is the name of our company. So our company here is Capital City Baseball LLC. We're signed up to do business in the great state of Illinois. Fired up about it. So the next slide is a little bit about what you're going to see at the stadium. I don't know if we're going to play in kilts or not, but we'll see. Uh, Brian Harrison here has some good ideas. Uh, what was it, some overalls or something like that? I don't know. We'll, we'll get back to that. Um, mascot. So Speedy has been real active in the community. Speedy is out and active. Maybe there's one, two, three mascots. Who knows what the future holds on that front. Uh, certainly more engagement on field. And I tell people all the time, baseball can be very boring. You know, it sounds weird. It's come from a baseball person. But I take my kids and they're like, ah, we want you to go to the restroom during the game so you don't miss the in-between and stuff, right? So it's fun and engaging. The food is important. Uh, we we want to partner with some local caterers. We want to try to enhance what our offerings are. Uh, I call it the total fan experience. From the time that you click on the website to buy tickets, which we're going to have a brand new ticketing system, uh, digital tickets, you can text them to your buddies, you can email them over, you can use it for your business. Just a little bit more technology. I've coined the phrase tech nostalgia. You guys know what that is? It's like technology, but the nostalgia of the, of the stadium. So trying to bring those two together. Uh, just super excited about the entertainment. I promise you we got three or four things that is going to be awesome. And I wish I could tell you that, but I'd get in trouble with these guys. <laughs> so our mission is, we talked about, be community partners. Um, you know, the vision of Golden Rule would be to potentially own more teams in the future. This is the benchmark. Springfield is um, the, the place where we start, where we get this thing going. I'm super excited about Robin Roberts Stadium. Uh, our guys, Tim Hoker, who you just uh, heard from, uh, Chris Rasmussen, Chris Harris, these guys will all be here between now and opening day and certainly on opening day. It's a big ownership group. Uh, the reason is we wanted to provide the different backgrounds and the resources to do it right. We knew it couldn't be a one-man band and have the success that we wanted. We didn't want to just own a team. We wanted to own the team, and we wanted to be right here in Springfield. Uh, Glenn Gudick uh, in Orlando, he's watching. He's recruiting some players down there in sunny Florida. So Glenn, a uh, great partner, he came up and toured. I think we sold him on the... The Obed and Isaac's horseshoe. I think he was, after that, he's like, I got to come back here. Um, and then a guy by the name of Jeff Jarrett over here, who I'm going to talk about just in a second. I'm super fired up about Jeff and, and what he brings to the table. Jason Theodorakis is a high school principal. He's going to keep us all on our P's and Q's. Um, Mike Manley, Mr. Unstoppable, and Christy Northway. Super excited about Christy. Uh, she's the co-founder of Pro Sway Batting Gloves. Uh, very excited to have her a part of the group. Uh, the team, uh, myself. Melissa Gaynor uh, also is my wife, and she's right here, and uh, she'll, she'll be involved in the community. She's going to get involved in every nonprofit, every organization. If you have a way we can get involved, please contact her. 
Brian Harrison, who we've uh, got a holdover from the last ownership group, and we're excited to have him, United States veteran, right? So how about that little hands for Brian Harrison? So very excited, learning a lot from him on a daily basis. Andrew Miller's in the back working hard. Uh, he's the emperor of engagement. So this kid, uh, God bless him uh, for leaving a job with two major league baseball teams uh, and leaving South Florida to come here. Uh, you'll hear from him and see him on social. He's got a brand new drone he's playing with, so you can expect some pretty cool content uh, coming out uh, that way. Uh, Jeff, uh, Christy, Peppy, Gary, Anthony, and Mike all on the advisor board team. Again, it's not a one-person show. It had to be a whole team of folks to help us get this thing going. Um, we believe this is the place. Uh, we believe in the community. We've had great relationship in the transition with Todd, and, and, and Todd had so many good things in place. Our host family, I know Carrie's here, and she organizes that. I just can't tell you how important that is. Every other place in the country struggles with host families. I think we have 16 or 18, if I'm not. And that's Carrie working hard. And families taking these kids into their home. I mean, there's nothing more personal than that. That's a big, big deal. And just tells you what kind of people are here in Springfield. We couldn't find anybody in Florida to host a player. I mean, it would be like, sorry, yeah, send them to the Holiday Inn. So um, the history. You know, you, I hear a lot of people talk about Redbirds and then the Cardinals. Not so much about sultans, but then some capitals and sliders. This is, this is just great history. We want to know this. If you've got any old uh, schedules or merchandise, you know, bring, if you want to share it, bring by the stadium. We're trying to create a museum of the history of baseball here. It's just phenomenal. Can you imagine like walking up on Satchel Page, sitting in the stands, watching a game? I mean, as a baseball fan, like, wow, it just is awesome. Um, the Prospect League. So we are in the process of applying for the ownership transfer. We attended the league meetings. I'm very excited. We actually added two teams from the old Midwest League, uh, Lumber Kings and Bees, and also want to welcome Dallas from Alton here. He's here. It'll be the only time we're friendly. We're coming after you guys hard and heavy. <laughs> um, so the league is at 16. Uh, I believe there's a scenario where they may expand uh, for 2023. Um, that is a very exciting for us. Uh, the ballpark, uh, it's, it's historical, right? I think uh, some people see different things when they look at the ballpark. I see the history. Uh, you cannot go and buy the history that, that's at that stadium, the stories. We had lunch with Justin and the guys that make a Springfield, and you know they were talking about playing for the high school. Was it a high school state championship? There was 5,000 people, and they had to delay the game. And when I see people tell those stories, that's what's so enjoyable because we forget about that. We're running around living life, but remember those times where we came together, and that place right there is where we're going to come together again in 2022. Um, so, some new events. So we're, we're coming from Cardinals country. So any Cardinals fans here today? A few? Any Cubs fans? Any Cubs? Oh, is this a 50-50 room? Nice, 50-50. There you go. So one of... Oh, White Sox. All right. Any Yankees? I'm just kidding. No Yankees. So... Um, a Legends of Baseball event. This is an event we want to bring in new tradition uh, annual basis. Cubs, former Cubs versus former Cardinals, a Legends game. Uh, very excited about that event. Uh, maybe some of you, we're going to try to bring Justin out of retirement to play. And a couple of you guys, uh, Coach Riggle and the folks over at uh, UIS to get back on the field. Congressional game. You know, those guys don't agree on much, so maybe we can get them on the field to, to duke it out out there uh, like they do up in D.C. Uh, then Battle of the Badges. Certainly appreciate our fire and police officers. And just some organized community events that on those beautiful June and July nights when our team's on the road, we have programming at the stadium, working with the Park District to try to do more uh, than just the 30 games for the Prospect League. Uh, our timeline, we're all the way up to January 22. Uh, here today and, and working with the Park District and working with the league on the transfer. And then hopefully we'll have a schedule here in the next uh, two or three weeks for the 2022 season. So I believe I've done. Is that where I'm supposed to stop at? Uh, thank you so much. So the next guy you probably came to see a little bit, but this guy I met, uh, I think, in 2018 at the baseball winter meetings. I tracked it back. It was Las Vegas, and we met outside of a room. And I walked up, and I said, hey, man, you're Jeff Jarrett. And he said, Yeah. Yes, I am. And I thought it'd be typical, you know, you meet a guy that's been on TV and has some success, and he just sort of blows you off. The most engaging human being. We talked for probably 15 or 20 minutes out front, and, and Jeff's involved in so many things. 
Jeff is a WWE Hall of Famer, but more importantly, he's a Hall of Fame human being. This guy is a promoter, and he fires me up every time I talk to him. I mean, and I don't know if he ever sleeps because I'll wake up, and like 4 a.m., he's already tweeted his quote for the day, and I feel like I'm a slacker. I'm, I'm getting started at 5.30. I'm like, what the heck's going on? I have to stay with Jeff. Um, Jeff was a guy that I wanted to run this concept by. I said, Jeff, this is on my heart. I, I really want to do this. We have a team with Tim and Mike and these other owners. And he just, he just took off. He, he was excited. I'm going to let him tell you the story. But we're so fired up to have Jeff Jarrett and what he brings to us uh, as far as access and contacts and just a superhuman being. So, Jeff Jarrett, come on up here and let's talk about it. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, and every note that you told me to hit, you've hit or you've hit. So throw that out the window. No. Oh, no. Uh, you know, coming from my background um, in the event business, it's all about sellouts. So I think today's the first official sellout of Capital City Baseball. I appreciate everybody being here. It's, it's great to see a full room and the excitement and the engagement and all that. Uh, and so um, I won't take up too much of your time. Um, if you listen to my podcast, you know I can get long-winded, but I won't get long-winded today. Um, I'd rather get to y'all's questions and, and really get into the engagement. Uh, but uh, like I just said, uh, the guys have sort of hit, hit my points. Uh, but I think probably where I need to start is what in the world is a professional wrestler doing in minor league baseball? Uh, and so just to give you a quick background, um, I come from a, I'm a third generation promoter. In 1946, my grandmother, Christine Jarrett, uh, got into the professional wrestling business. She did everything. She didn't wrestle. She did everything but wrestle. And she uh, was a promoter. Uh, literally, her first job was selling tickets and then uh, worked her way all the way up. And my father, as a young kid, he hung around dressing rooms and box offices and events and promotions. And he became a wrestler, but first he promoted. He promoted wrestling events um, in, in middle America, just like we are, uh, we're here today. And then I've been grace, uh, blessed enough. I can't tell you how excited I am to have this opportunity because it brings me back to my roots. Long before the WrestleManias of the world and the big events at Texas Stadium or in Orlando or L.A. or Las Vegas, professional wrestling is really about coming into a community and promoting, partnering with nonprofits, partnering with Civitan clubs, partnering, just like Jamie said, with the community. And that's the thing. When Jamie ran this by me, and, and it's funny that um, Tim said he did research and did more research and did more research and did more research. Folks, I did zero research. <laughs> but here's what I did do. The first time, and it's almost like we got a little vibe affair. Uh, e easy, Melissa, no. But when I met Jamie, when I met Jamie in Vegas, uh, that's the thing. I, we hit it off because I think there's an innate promoter in him and myself and a vibe. And I think servant leadership is the thing that comes t to my mind, that we know that at the end of the day, the community is the straw that stirs the drink. It's really just that simple. So, uh, again, I'm not going to get up here and, and, and talk too much longer, but I'm excited. I can't wait to get into the feedback from the, the, the naming of the team, the concessions, to, I mean, getting on the opening day in May. Uh, we've got a lot of work to do. We've got to roll up our sleeves. Uh, I think the timeline that we've got that I'm not sure is on the board, but by February we hope we have our uh, essentially the brand identified uh, but I'm really excited. I'm, um, and, you know, we, we have 30 home games, and I'm very excited about those home games. I have nothing to do, uh, you baseball folks in the house, uh, I'm not going to – I have nothing to do with pitching and catching at all. But between innings, before the game starts, after the game starts, it's all up my alley. I, I literally cannot wait. Uh, and equally as important is, uh, look, 30 days, uh, there's 330 days left in the year. So um, – that's another thing. I can remember right now, I can remember where I was sitting when he approached me with this, and I Googled the stadium. And I texted him, and I said, hey, I think you said that stadium's like 3,500. He said, no, 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 no. I'm like, 5,000. I'm like, that's perfect. So for me as a promoter, you want something that is 
you can sell as many tickets candidly as possible, but have that intimate feel. And that's what Robin Roberts is. So I am super excited. Uh, I feel very blessed to be a part because uh, I feel I'm a part of this community now with the ownership and the team and everybody jumping on board. Again, I thank you all for coming out today. And, uh, Jamie, you want to take some questions? Yeah, sure. Thank you all. My name is Timothy Gibbons, and um, I got one big question for your entire group, your investors, everybody, even you, Jeff. You talk about community and keeping everything together in Springfield and going out in the community, nonprofits, and everything else. I'm an owner and operator of a professional wrestling group here in Springfield. We've worked very closely with Todd Miller and Sliders for the past eight years. When this announcement came about about the new program, the new ownership, and everything else, my first thought is, i got to be here to have to ask that question. 2022 is going to be a big year for Springfield and the baseball community and everybody else. My question for you guys is, what does the future hold for Pinfall Wrestling Association and relationship at Robin Roberts Stadium? Can I take one? Yes. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I saw that Portillo's. I thought you were with Portillo's and you're about to offer some lunch. But uh, I, I think we can work out a deal with that. What I would tell you is, I think that that's awesome. You know, the relationships that Todd had and the plans they had. We're open for business about on anything. You know, you bring us an idea. We were telling Marty and Sean, the guys at the park district. You know, we have this whole list of ideas at the at the at the building. Uh, we didn't come here with this preconceived plan of this how it ha- this is how it's going to have to be. You, you just can't do that. You know, all these other, a lot of teams, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but they go out and they already have this name or this brand, and then they do this name this team competition, right? And then they already know uh, this is going to be the XYZs, right? We don't have that. We don't have that. Now, we've kicked around ideas. Uh, some people love the sliders and the name sliders. Tell us why. You know, fight for it. If that's the name you want, tell us why. So today, Capital of Fun is going to be up, and you'll be able to tell us all your ideas. As it relates to pinfall wrestling, the devil's in the details, my man. So let's sit down and talk about it and, and see what we can do. This guy's got a few wrestling connections here or there, too. So maybe. But we certainly appreciate you, you being here and uh, love what you guys are doing. Thank you, man. Sounds great. It all sounds great in December. Even Cup fans know that. First place. But, you know, those of us who have been to Sliders games, uh, including myself, there have been a lot of people there. Fewer people that are in this room. How's that going to change? Well, we hope to have a lot of people at them. Uh, what I would tell you is, um, you know, the last couple of years have been challenging. I-, I came to a game this past summer on a Wednesday. Uh, Mike, we met at the game, and I think there were eight or 900 people there. So I think uh, the the challenge that you have is creating a value proposition that's worthy of people driving out to the games. Most of us live on our phones. I get in trouble. It's called spring screen time at home. We have that. Jamie, no more screen time. So uh, we got to get away from this and get back to this human interaction. And I think we provide a platform for that. Plus, I think we're going to give you some promotions you're going to want to be a part of. You know, we want to appeal to folks that don't even like baseball. If you don't like baseball, maybe you like fireworks, maybe you like a giveaway night, maybe you like you know, uh, Mountain Dew man who can drink the most Mountain Dew in nine innings, which I think I, you know. The, the fireworks knows? they did, the spinning on the bat race and the wearing a fat suit to sumo yeah. wrestling. I mean, it, it, it's all been done. I yeah. mean, it, well, how are you to get more folks? Well, what I would tell you is you get more folks by having meaningful relationships, right? By knowing what's important to people. We went to a company, is the guys from Ace Signs here today? Did they make it? We went to their company yesterday and toured them, and I walked out of that company, I told Melissa, I said, that's the kind of feeling I want people to have when they leave our stadium. It was awesome. History, tradition. You know, you, you certainly don't get more fans by just talking about what didn't happen in the past. I believe we already sold some season tickets today, right, uh, Miller, Andrew? So bringing back season tickets, bringing back the idea of having my grandfather, my grandparents had this seat right here, uh, bringing back that importance. Tying into these relationships, we've got a lot of co- contacts with the Cardinals, uh, a few with the Cubs. We don't want to talk about that as much. A uh, few with Jeff. I promise you we're going to give you our best shot, and I promise you we're going to draw well, really well, because we're going to give folks in this community a value that they're going to say, hey, you got to go see this. Wait till they see the beer bat. Have you seen these guys? Unbelievable. So we're just so excited about what's coming. I think you're going to have to get back to us when we announce the promotional schedule coming out in the spring, but I think 2022 will be a telling year about the appetite 
great sports fans here, very knowledgeable, good baseball, local players. You know, that's the recipe. That's the recipe all over the country. All right, let's take our town. How important is winning to getting the fans town? I think winning is, is important to everybody, right? We want, we want to go and win. Um, I think a lot of folks that attend games maybe don't even know the score of the game when they leave. Was the beer cold? Was the hot dogs warm? For me, I just want to win. I, I like, if we're going to play, you trust me, we're competitive. When I'm at home, I play cards. I want to win. If, you know, I think Derek Jeter said it best. If I'm playing anything, I want to win. Um, I want to win, but I want to win with kids from this area. This is one of the most talented hotbeds of players from all these kids that are Lincoln Land, UIS. We want to win with our kids. That's how we want to win. And we want to be an, uh, an entertaining group. We want to have a manager that uh, teaches these kids how to be professional. Um, we want draftable players. We've got to do a better job of recruiting. We've got to recruit draftable, talented kids that have a chance to play at the next level. And that's how you win. The sliders have, have, have done a good job throughout the years of having local products on the field. Uh, there's limitations of how many kids you have from college. Uh, it's not always worked. I mean, two years ago, 2019, Springfield lost 26 straight games in a row. Uh, I'm sure fans were not coming to the games during, during those times, regardless. Who wants to sit through a night in a game that's 100 degrees outside and your team is losing 13-2 you know, to two at the end of the set two innings? I mean, yeah. Um, Dan, Dan, Bill, and Quincy, um, they've done a pretty good job from the CICL days to the prospect league days of you know, having pipelines to some of the best uh, you know, teams, like, like your LSUs and stuff, and, and getting some of those freshmen who aren't getting to the Northwoods League or the Cape Cod League, but they're, they, they've had a pipeline here. Uh, I mean, is that an option? Or? Yes. Yeah, I think those are relationships, uh, right? When you take a player on, you have a responsibility to do the programming that those colleges want for this young man, right? My nephew's a, a sophomore at Clemson University, and I believe he's close to entering the transfer portal. That's a big thing in, in, in the parody of D1 baseball. You know, I think also a lot of people get enamored with a kid that's going to LSU. Um, there's a lot of talented kids that are here at Lincoln Land College, and I want to put those kids and their pride up against those kids that Danville are getting. Right, but you can only get four kids. Well, that's okay. But what I, mean, what I mean is if you're playing for a community that is important on the chest, you know, I don't know that the kid from LSU playing for Danville is important to him other than progressing his career. Um, do we want to get those guys? Yeah, we, we had a couple of guys from the University of Iowa, I believe. Some Millers will, will get back to me. Memphis. So we have some of those pipelines. Do we need more? For sure. Uh, one of the reasons, or one of the ways you do that is you, you talk to Major League Scouts. Who are the kids out of high school in this region that we need to, to be working with? What are the relationship with the coaches? Uh, Lincoln Land, UIS. The, the relationship with the baseball community here, former players, those relationships are important to us. That's how we get an umbrella of contacts. Justin has been so awesome uh, helping us connect with the baseball community. I can't, I can't, I don't understand the logistics of the previous ownership group, but it occurs to me that we need to be more engaged and have more people under our umbrella to help us recruit those players. Do you guys think it's something similar to, I don't know how many people saw it on ESPN a couple of months ago, the Savannah Bananas and something as David Keene, lots of better terms than that, or something? Well, what you say gimmicky, I would say it's entertaining, yes. Yeah. How is their whole thing of being entertaining to the people who don't really care about baseball and being entertaining to the games? Yes. Well, there's just one caveat to that. They had 10 kids that played over on their team this year that got drafted. So I think young men want to go play in that atmosphere where we're going to be fun, we're going to be engaging. Yeah, they're going to come off the field and they're going to go give flowers to the ladies in the stands. Of course they are. We're going to do engaging, gimmicky things, but to me that's entertainment. That's what people want because for everybody that comes to the game to win, which we all want the home team to win, right? I think it says root, root, root for the home team. But there's, a, there's also a group for United Way or a fundraiser that they're there for community engagement. They're there to have the cold beer, to have the hot dog, to enjoy a night at the ballpark. So I'd say it's a combination of those two. Yeah, so we're in the discussions with the Park District on a, a lease agreement. What we would like to see is 
just a, a more mo modern look. Uh, we plan on trying to look at all avenues of funding to get that done. We need more group areas. Our first base party deck is very popular. We need a group area on the third base side. We need more areas to bring in groups where you know you can get 250 people together. Uh, group sales is what we would call it in, in other markets. So, you know, and then we want to tell the story of baseball in Springfield. I, I compare it to becoming a baseball museum. So when you walk around that place, you feel like, oh my God, I remember when that guy played here. I remember when that happened, or whatever the case may be. So. Um, we, we certainly have a grandiose vision. Uh, we'll see. It's, it's certainly not a, a one-year plan uh, to get where we need to get to, but I want future generations to understand what's happened in that building. And some days it's just you're in awe. You walk out and you imagine. I keep coming back to the satchel page. For me, that's one that is it's a game changer. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but in that time, I think you're You ever see that? You ever go to the bar and you see that free beer yesterday? That's my strategy on that. I believe that we create a value for the ticket price. I, I believe that giving away tickets is a way of saying that our, our product is not valuable. So we are going back to selling season tickets. I believe there's a right time to do a donation or a fundraiser uh, if you're engaged in the community, if you want folks to be a part of it, if folks can't afford to be a part of it. There's strategic ways to do that. I don't believe in giving away free tickets. I believe it devalues the product. And I believe when folks show up for Open at A22, they're going to see a, a value in the product that we offer. Can he answer any? <laughs> I will make a cut. Go ahead. You said you were looking for players in this area. Are you also looking for a coach who's maybe notable from this area? Yeah, we are. Uh, the, the gentleman from last year just informed us that he won't be coming back for some family reasons. So we are. You know, we're looking for a, a man. We call it a manager. We navigate towards the pro style. But we're looking for a manager for, the, for 2022, yes. You know what, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, question is, if you didn't hear, what lured me to uh, Springfield, Illinois? Um, as the questions have sort of gone around the room, the one word that keeps coming to my mind is, is something that I've got two international projects going on. I'm working with a gaming company. I've got a lot of, uh, I've got a wife and five kids. That's a full-time job. Um, but the one thing that, that, that really, look, we can be buddies from afar, and that's fine. But when Jamie sort of rolled out, not just the ownership and everything, but there's one word that comes to my mind that, that I challenged the gentleman back there that, that to, 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 to really take, take this to heart, and the coaches in the room, absolutely know where this is coming from and it's culture from the ground up uh, I have absolutely nothing to do with, with what I said about balls and strikes that what happens on the field uh, but if you want to draw analogy to my world uh, we get the best of both worlds we're going to have amateur wrestling or slash amateur baseball on the field but we're going to have professional wrestling uh, between innings and I'm not saying we're going to be throwing punches and taking chairs and breaking tables but the gentleman that made the analogy uh, to the Savannah Bananas and making bacon if you look at the, the video of those games there's one thing consistent in everything it's a packed house and that brings energy, it brings excitement, and if your team is down 13 to nothing and you've got a full arena or a full stadium, I can assure you that it is a lot more fun. But winning breeds winning, and it all starts from the top. And the culture that he has set is what lured me here. Like I said, uh, I've had opportunities all the time, and uh, one of my business mentors taught me a long time ago the most important question you're ever, most important words you're ever going to learn is no. I couldn't say no to this opportunity. Uh, you had talked about earlier, more quite sure if the slider's name is going to stay or no. What's going to be the process? Yeah. For names and then it's be a yeah, I'm glad you asked that. So uh, today, 
I believe the website rolls over to capitalofund.com. So if you go to capitalofund.com, you can give feedback. Uh, so one of the strategies that we have is to do a lot of listening over the next couple of months. Listen to what meet folks and, and understand what's important to folks that live here. Um, when we say your team, we mean that. And I mean, I, and honestly, there is no uh, preconceived name. We, we've brainstormed and kicked around crazy ideas uh, at the stadium, but I can't wait. You know, my dream is that some young man or young girl in some classroom in this community says, what about this? And maybe it's a variation of all those brands that have come before. Um, maybe it is sliders. Maybe people love it and are fond of it and they need. But I, I tell people all the time, if you love us, that's great. If you hate us, that's great. In the middle, that's where we can't be. We got to be relevant in some way where people are engaged or I don't like it or I do love it. You know, uh, Javi Baez just signed a new deal with the Detroit Tigers. A lot of Cubs fans that don't don't like that, but they're talking about the Cubs and they're talking about that experience. We want folks to talk about what's going on at the ballpark. Did I answer your question? I think so. <laughs> do you have any ideas? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Jamie, how about uh, guys well, first of all, I'm going to recommend you not challenge Jeff to a wrestling match in the parking lot anymore. But yeah, so there's a program that we'll introduce called Silver Sluggers. Uh, that's for 55 and older. I don't think you're quite there yet, Mike. Um, but that'll be programming that we do for each uh, segment. Uh, youth Kids Club, we, we have that with the, with the sliders here. Um, a reimagined Kids Club, a reimagined season ticket plan. Uh, silver sluggers, uh, women's nights, uh, just things that we engage the community, uh, scout and seller wine maybe, uh, some of that at the, at the ballpark. So um, I think the programming will come as we generate the relationships that, that we need to generate here. <laughs> you got it? I do have a question. Yeah. Back on that. What about your veterans? Yeah, so um, we're going to ask our in-house veteran, uh, Ryan. We, we, we've actually brainstormed about that. We talked about a couple of cool promotions that other stadiums have done. In Jupiter, we had uh, complimentary tickets for veterans for every game. Um, we also did a couple of specific programming for that. But certainly there will be something for that. I mean, there's just not enough we could do <laughs> for, for our veterans. So and we're thankful to have one in the, in the ballpark. And he takes it easy on us most days. Um, <laughs> Anything else? We've kept you here a long time, so I apologize if we kept you too much. But we're fired up to be here. We want to meet everybody and everybody that you know and everybody that they know. Uh, so thank you so very much for coming, and uh, we're excited. Opening day will be here soon.